Healthy Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow from some of the icky, lousy, junky life choices we've made. And we've all made them. Yes! All the time! Every day! Jeez! Get over it! <laughs> 365, 24-7. That's right. 366 in a leap year. Absolutely. What This year wasn't a leap year, was it? No, next, next year is a leap, a leap year. year. Right? So somebody out there is like, one. But they're so, really four. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> next year. I wonder what it would be like to be born on a leap year on like February 29th. It'd be weird. Wouldn't that be weird? I think it would be I weird. I think I know someone who was born on that. I don't think I know anybody who was born on in a leap year. I don't think so. How do you pick what day you celebrate? Do you celebrate February 29th I, I guess or February 28th or March 1st? Do they just get to pick it? I guess they just pick it. It's up to That's them. It's their birthday. Right? But February 28th is my half birthday. I know. So they can't have it on that day. I know. And March 27th is my half birthday. Yes. See, we didn't even celebrate our half birthdays this year. Oh, well, I did. Oh, I never do, but I remember we had a conversation. We did have a conversation. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did because of one of my passengers who was expecting like big gifts on her half birthday. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're a little it's bit not ridiculous. All that. It's not even your half. It's not even your birthday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and half birthday. That's just fun, you know. Not that's not a serious thing. No. So how are you doing, Jamie? I'm good. I lost money on the Derby. I'm sorry. Did you see the Kentucky Derby? I, you know what? I was working during it. I watched it briefly. Man. Um, but I didn't really pay attention. I, I hate Man. to admit it, but I'm really not into horses. I Man. just, you know, it just doesn't bother me. It doesn't phase me in any way. Oh. It, like, well, so. I'm a big Kentucky Derby fan. Big, big uh, horse racing fan. Well, you know, I used to live right up the street from Churchill Downs. Yeah. When I lived in Louisville. Yeah. So I used to, so, so Derby time. Was it was Huge. one big party in the city and it was great. Yeah, but so this year, you know, the the horse that came in first got disqualified. I know, and that's how the other one <laughs> that was won, a 60, 62 to one odds or something like 65 that, sixty five to one or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, at first it was like thirty to one, I think, but then towards yeah. the end, I guess it was sixty five to one. Which country? And you, country, country house. house. And you know, I always bet on the long shot, mm-hmm. I, and I bet on. Every long shot except, except for that, that one. Except that one? Yes. Yeah. I'm so fucking mad at myself. You know what? Last year, I I put money down. There's a man that comes into Bonefish, and he always goes. He's got, like, this big thing at the racetrack. Mm. He, like, rents a table or whatever. It's, like, a big ordeal. It's, like, $10,000 a table, I think, or something like that. I believe it. And he goes, and he, he comes in, and he takes money. He's like, anybody want to put money on a horse? And he actually puts bets for us uh-huh. and to see if we win. And last year, it was the first time I ever gave a shit about anything. And I was like, oh, I'll try. And I'm sitting here, and I'm going through the names. And really about, for me, it's, like, who I instinctually feel the name. <laughs> right. I know nothing about the horse. I know nothing about odds. I just kind of, I'm like, hmm. What name sounds good to me, and do I think they're going to win the Kentucky Derby? And I can't remember who won last year, but I was like, in my gut, it kept telling me that that was the horse that was going to win. And then I kept having people, little voices on the side, they're like, don't do that. That horse is like, they have the odds are against them, blah, blah, blah. This happened, this happened. So I changed my horse at the last minute, but had I had put money down on that, if I would have put all that money down on that horse, I would have won some insane money so really? that's like your key always stick with your gut yeah always stick with your gut 
You it's know? true. So, uh, but we did make a lot of mint juleps this Saturday, last, this previous Saturday. So, did you? Yeah, for, in honor of the Kentucky Derby. The Derby, yeah. yeah. That's the drink, the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. Exactly, exactly. The mint julep. Yep. I've had... A few mint juleps. It's not my favorite drink. No, it's basically sugar and bourbon. Yeah, and and, I, and, and it's too much sugar. Yeah, yeah, and, a and, lot of sugar. Yeah, so I don't really like it yeah. that much. No, it's like, yeah, you know. I'd rather just drink beer. Well, there you go. Then drink you just beer. Drink beer right? That's right. I had my workshop last night. Did you? What and happened? It went really well. Did um, it? it was exactly how I had planned it to go. Good. Um, there's going to be a couple different tweaks for the next one that I do because, um, you know, I thought that um, some things maybe would have worked better or some things could have not even been part of it. I could have done something else. You know what I mean? So right. the next one will be a little bit different, but that was my first one and it went very well, ex- exactly as I expected. Yay. One of my superpowers, I always say, like in any of my coaching sessions, is someone's going to cry at least once. <laughs> Um, it's not successful unless somebody it's not sheds a tear. Unless someone sheds a tear, because if they shed a tear, that means they're really dealing with that emotional stuff that they have to they have to get over. That's true. And uh, even though people hate it, right? Um, people do hate it, and but, they'll run. But people will run. But it's it's absolutely it's necessary. Good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. So um, it was good. I had half the room crying. So that's well, that's, that's good. always good, right? The so, other half may have gone home and cried. They may have. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why they come coach so that at the end they can feel pure joy yes. out of it, pure yes. joy. But so I'm, I'm already planning my next one probably there's, in June. There's joy in sadness. Have you ever heard that? There is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go through the crap it's, to to find the right. The diamond has to yeah. go through the rough to <laughs> become a diamond. Isn't that it? Right. How is something become a diamond again? I don't know. But that's not it. <laughs> yes. Oh well, my God! Don't make me laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. But yeah, so it was good and all good things. Good. All I'm good glad. things. So I've already got. People. I may have to take a workshop. You should come to the next one. Maybe I will. You know, I won't even charge you. you just I won't come. cry though. Well, I might. Let me tell you something, Jamie, when I said that, uh, to the coach who did the workshop, like didn't do the workshop, but one of the exercises that I use in my workshop is something that was used on me Uh because I am not a crier. I'm not a crier. If I'm crying, you know that I care deeply about something. Like it shocks me. I I had a little issue with, with, um, with my man. It's fine. We're all good. But like I started crying and I'm not used to that, you know, but that just shows how deeply I love him because I was crying. But, um. I'm and not how a crier. you opened yourself and I've up. opened my heart to him, like how how gone my walls are. But like I told, and there's this, joy in and that, and there's joy in it. Yes. yes. And I, um, this coach did this this uh, exercise with me, and I was like, before she even started it, this is one of the exercises I used last night. Before she started it, I looked at her and I said, "Now I'm just letting you know, like I'm really a tough kind of nut to crack. You know what I mean? I don't cry." <laughs> So, you know, don't expect me to cry. Like, I was being really harsh. And she's like, okay, that's fine. You know, let's just do this. So she starts asking me questions. She's like, all right, now just read this out loud. Like, all this stuff. And then she's like, gonna, and then I'm reading it. And she's like, it doesn't feel good to say that. And I'm, like, starting to tear up a little. And then she's like, no, let's reframe it. And then I said it again. And I started crying. Like, she had me crying, like, in the first five minutes. <laughs> and she's like, I thought you don't cry. It was just kind of funny. But 
Uh, I used that last night because it was so powerful. It was the one exercise that I really started to pay attention to what the hell was the thing that was my problem. And it, that really helped start, like kind of start or, you know, jumpstart my uh, change. Right. That, that really was what it was. And I had had coaching prior too, but that was like the kicker. Her exercise and what she did after that was like, boom, that was the change. So... That was There's the always needle. one that thing was the that needle hook. mover. You gotta yeah. find the needle mover. You know yeah. what I mean? That one needle mover. So that's that. Well, good. I'm glad it was successful. Yeah. I may so have to, I will let I you know when the it. next one is as soon as I book it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll I'll be there. All right. But I'm not gonna cry. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, well, I Mr. Black. Will. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So uh, my son Ian came home. Uh, probably about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I've got so many things this week, this month going on with school and stuff. I got my son Aiden. He's graduating from eighth grade, which I actually am going to invite you. I have a, an invitation. Remind me to give to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for the party. For the, okay, cool. Oh, yes. The graduation party. When is the graduation party? June 1st. Okay. I should be available. At 1 o'clock p.m. Okay. What it's day is Saturday. that? Saturday? Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, I'm going to invite you and Miss Irene, uh, to the since you guys are you know my kids know you and they're close to you and you've known them all their life yeah and you're close to me and I love you and you're part of my family and I so love anyway, you <laughs> and you're part of my family I mean I was almost their daddy kind of <laughs> your stepdaddy and uh, anyway so I've got a lot going on right but yes. Ian comes home like a week ago and says. Well, he doesn't say it to me. He's talking to his brother, and they're secretly trying to keep things from me, right? About a kid who's been expelled mm. from school or suspended. I can't remember if it was suspended or expelled, but um, and it's one of Ian's friends. Mm. And I'm I'm hearing this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so what's who got expelled? What's happening? What you know? Because I'm a nosy mother, which you should be. You should yes. be a nosy parent. Of course. And he said, uh, right? Just like kids will say, they don't want to talk to me. And I'm like, Ian, I already know that you're saying something you shouldn't say. Like, you're turning red right now because he's the worst liar in the world. Like, whenever he lies, he turns red. So it's like, Ian, just tell me the truth. Because, like, you're awful. Like, you're awful at lying. Your yeah. whole body, his whole, his face, his neck, his ears, turns everything red. just yeah. turns red. It's like, okay. That you know, happens to some people. Because Judge Judy has called her. She was like, I know you're lying because your skin is blotchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, my God. So I was like, all right, Ian. Like, let's just go. Let's just come clean with Mommy. Tell me what's going on. And he's like, well, one of my friends was expelled or suspended from school. And I was like, oh, a good friend? You know, and he's like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're my friends, you know. And I said, okay, well, what was this friend expelled or suspended for? He's like, well, he had weed. Or she had weed. I'm sorry. It was oh, a, it was a girl. A girl. Oh, right. I mean, terrible. Oh, that's terrible, awful. Terrible, right? <laughs> now, here's the thing. My son Ian is 12. So this girl is 12. Yeah, and that's she, not good. That's not good, no. okay? So she's got, she's bringing weed to school at 12, right? And she's one of my son Ian's friends. So now I had to have to, this come to Jesus kind of moment with my son about the friends that he has and making sure that he's choosing the, the right, right friends, friends to be around. Because, right. you know, this year I've also been dealing with 
uh, my kids' grades kind of teetering between like passing and failing mm-hmm. and their schoolwork is kind of going under and their interest in school is like, eh, and they're more interested in socializing. So this kind of piggybacks off. Well, yeah, of their we friends have about. weed. I mean, <laughs> I would be interested in socializing with that friend. Right. But you should give me her name. Uh Oh, I mean, no, she's 12. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is your problem? We're we just gonna hang out. Are we about to go into another? We we're just gonna hang out. No, I'm just we were just kidding. gonna hang out. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um. <laughs> but that could also go into because I've seen parents who are like, oh. and that's another oh thing. My like, God. let me just talk about this. I was I was uh, coming home from uh, registering my son Aiden. He was with me. We were registering him for high school. We were at the high school in the high school mm-hmm. registering him for school. And when we came out. Next to my car, like right in front of the car, of my car, were two adult males in their car in the high school parking lot during registration smoking pot Mm -mm. in the car. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) come on now. First of all, it's illegal. Second of all, you know, which I'm not like one to say like, oh, it's bad. I'm not telling you what to do with your life. But you are in the middle of a high school. school. We're registering for school. You know the parents and students are coming in there. You're an adult, like, I'm scared for your child. This is probably the parents of the girl who has the week. <laughs> probably. Right? Probably. But, like, I started damn, to... how did 12 years old get weed? I mean, Probably damn. from the parent, I wonder. Mm, I don't or know. Or snuck it from the parent. Like, I mean, I, it may, I had, she may have stolen it from the parent. I tried to smoke when I was younger, and I would, you oh, know, yeah. everyone in my family smoked at the time, and I would so you steal, steal their cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, you used to steal my mom's cigarettes. Yeah, so... Yeah. I can imagine this is probably what's going on with this girl. Or she bought why? it from someone off the street. I don't know. You should have a conversation with him about why do you think she feels the need to have, have to, to have weed, smoke weed. Right. What do you think is going on with her? Yeah. And get him to think about, get why, to think about why, why people start make using the choices that, that they, make. they make. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I did. So we had this conversation about like kids and how, you know, why, you know, bringing, first of all, bringing an illicit drug to school Ugh. at age 12 was a bad choice. Just and I dumb. had this conversation, but also like how he felt about what kind of friends that he was hanging out with. Not that she would be a bad friend, because maybe she's going through something at home and that would be good to know so that you could try and help her see things differently. Right. But also, but also to understand to... that some friends can lead you astray and get you into, into trouble into trouble yeah. where you know I, you know socializing is a good thing and wanting to belong but wanting to belong so badly that you compromise compromise your, your entire value system is, is a whole nother situation actually i just had a, a friend that i went to high school with and i was like best friends with her in grade school she and i had sleepovers like every weekend my brother and her brother were in the same grade they were friends she just died of a heroin overdose oh wow and when we were in high school or actually eighth grade before we got into high school when we got into high school we totally separated as friends because she was just going down the wrong road Mm -hmm. obviously right yeah okay um but i remember in eighth grade she looked at me and she said what what are you gonna do to to be popular what would you do to be popular? Mm. <laughs> and I was kind of like, um, I feel like I'm just going to be me. Yeah. 
And she's like, well, I would do anything to be popular. And started to go down the wrong road. Started to sleep around. Started to like be in the scene. And she was doing, started drugs, which clearly have killed her. Yeah. But had I have stayed in her, you know, had I have followed her path, I may be dead as well. Right. Yeah. And so many people do that. What do you think, Jamie? Uh, um, I think you're absolutely correct. I think that unless you have a really strong um, parental system that <laughs> you know that your parents would have none of it, because I totally susceptible to going down the wrong path. I mean, I drank in high school. I smoked weed in high school. Um, I didn't do like cocaine or anything like that, but I did all that kind of stuff. Um, and, but I knew that I had to, you know, I had to be chill, you know, I couldn't get crazy and wild and, and shit like that, you know, otherwise my mother would kill me. Yeah. So, so, but that was, you know, having a strong parent to keep you on, but I mean, I, you know, I know that there are kids that even though they have strong parents, well, I, I question that. I don't think you can have strong parents and go down that path. I just don't. I I, I think because... Something has to happen for you to go down that path, usually. Something has to happen, but then also... Because, I mean, like, my mother was pretty... uh, Like, she could, like, tune in and and see... Like, she knew if I was lying, Mm -hmm. I couldn't lie to her, (laughs) and I didn't turn red. So... (laughs) (laughs) But she still knew when I was lying, you know, and... And she also knew, she she was really good with with letting me make some decisions and then not, and then guiding me in other ways, you know, and 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 knowing when to really lay down the law and things like that. Mm-hmm. She was just really good at that. Mm-hmm. And I know some parents aren't right. I know some parents are very like they're caught up in work or they're caught up maybe their own social issues and things like that, and so they're not really paying that much attention to right. their kid. And I, I have a feeling that that was probably her fault. Not that they were bad parents, but sometimes they just do, they just don't know any better. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And so they don't realize what's happening with their child because they're caught up in their own mess. Exactly. Or maybe so, their parents were so strict, now they don't want to be as strict on those kids. They well, that think, was my but mom. But then again. Because <laughs> my mom, because my grandmother was very strict. Very strict. So my mother was less strict. But still strict. Right. So, right. Yeah. You know, but sometimes, like, a lot of these parents, they don't want to get angry with their kids at all. Right. For anything. Yeah. They're so worried about being their child's friend. Yes. Than their parent, which is is not helping the kids go down a good path. Because kids, kids have friends, but they need parents. And they and need that boundaries. Causes, yes. That causes rules. them to relax those boundaries, mm-hmm. which then causes the kids to spiral out of control. You know, it's one Dr. Phil says... You know that it's people parenting from guilt. Yes. You, they so they and there's they feel so guilty about whatever that they won't lay down the law exactly. with the child. Exactly. It's like, well, you can't do that. It's a, that's a that's a young human being with 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 a mind that can be swayed very easily. Yes. So you have to get in there and and be, set, set boundaries. It straight. Set it boundaries. Yes. And that's how people learn. So they understand the rules. Otherwise, there are no rules. And people then are like, well, you should do this. And I'll teach you how. Then then who's the the authority? And is there any authority? This will make you feel good. Like, if you don't give your, your, let's say this 12-year-old is using weed to kind of escape 
as escapism of some sort of emotional trauma that they might be experiencing, as opposed to learning how to cope with that mm-hmm. in healthy ways and reach out to people. Right. Maybe that you know what I'm saying, and and I and it's funny because I I just talked about this last night as part of my my workshop because you know behavior and what we fear and things like that and it, it's all tied together. But you know one of the things that I always try to make like my coaching clients understand is that everything we do, every behavior, every action that we take, it is it has a positive intention, even if it's dysfunctional or self-destructive. Oh, yeah. Right. So using so it's not like hanging out with the wrong people. Like they're doing those things. There's there's a positive intention for why they do what they do. It's that sense of They're belonging. They're protecting them, that sense of belonging, because we all have that need, right? That's There's why kids join gangs. Everything. There's Is that that sense of belonging, belonging and being protected. Yes. You got these guys will stick up for you. For you. Exactly. You know, so Which yeah, I'm going to be in this game. they're not somewhere else. Because they're not getting someplace and else. And they need that. And it's funny because, you know, everything that we do is based on these three needs. <laughs> Love, safety, belonging. Mm-hmm. Love, safety, and belonging. And if you feel like you're stretching outside of that idea of that love and that safety and that belonging, something snaps you back, even if it's doing something that's dysfunctional. Right. As long as you feel that love, safety, and belonging. Right. Maybe this young girl thought that if I bring pot to school, somebody will think I'm cool. There'll be a group of kids that think I'm cool. Yep. But you have to be leery of falling under that path, you know? And so I had to have this conversation with Ian, and it was really hard because it's like, I had friends who did things, they weren't bad people. Right, yeah. But their behavior was not appropriate for what I wanted him because... If they start getting expelled at 12, and th- I oh, don't want that's... him going down that path, right? right? So you have to kind of let, help him understand that, okay, well, these might be positive intentions. You might There might be something deeper going on with this young girl or any friend that you have that is going down a path of darkness, I guess you could say. But, you know, you also have to kind of keep away from it as well because you don't want it to then impact your life or influence your behavior. Yeah, you think like you don't have or, to stop you know, talking to her. Right. But you may not want to hang out with her after school. Right. But you can say, hey, how you doing? Well, you know, like. Exactly. But you don't need to hang out with her after school. No, because, you know, and it's funny because there's some kids that are, are leaders and they don't get swayed easily, right? Right. I, I hate to say it, but I don't think Ian is one of them. <laughs> like my son Ian, and I love him dearly, but man, he's just kind of so laid back yeah. that he's like... You just go along. Yeah, you know, all right, I'll try it. Like, he's just one right. of those kids, and I... and I, yeah. It's like, you really have to just, like, when, you, when it came to boundaries, I really had to talk, and I think a lot of people sometimes make mistakes in their life because they tend to be followers... Of people who lead them down the wrong path. I mean, and, they, and people can, are easily swayed. I mean, and they want to be. They, they like, want to belong. Though. They want to belong. What it is. They want to be cool to well, their I mean, the, group. Yeah, I mean, that's why you know, in high school, you know, like you said, what would you do to be popular? Sometimes that girls will betray a friend that they had in, exactly. in grade school to be with the popular girls because the popular girls don't like. Their friend, yeah. So they go with the popular girls because they're popular. They can be seen and they can be a part of this 
this group. It's this, like, well. What they consider the in-group, right? Because yeah. there's always an in-group Because they care too much about what people think. That's the problem. Care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? I don't give a fuck. Right. And that's, I mean, really the healthiest that you can be is by not giving a fuck. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. Because then nothing affects you except for what you believe, right? But exactly. I mean, obviously we care Because so I much. did eventually stop smoking weed in high school. And went on a very massive anti-drug crusade. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. I was about as bad as Nancy Reagan. Oh, really? Just say no. Yeah, just say no. And, and oh, yeah. I, I was bad for a long time. But then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? It's weed. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, I mean. And what was that? What? Did you hear that? That was me. It was my foot. Like, it kind of made No, a- what was that? Did you hear that? <laughs> what was that? That was my foot. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I was doing like oh, okay. that. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Okay. And it was squeaking on this table. Okay, because I thought it was behind me. But didn't you hear that noise earlier upstairs? Did you hear that? Is anybody else in the house? No. Because there was a noise upstairs. You didn't hear it? No. I heard it, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want you to be scared. It was probably my refrigerator. Okay. But you have, like, Jamie, and I know this is like another ADHD. We're digressing a bit, but... Um, no, I heard the noise. I swear to God, um, sometimes I feel like there's a spirit around me at all times. Like, oh, well, there probably is. It's very strange, but sometimes I'll look and I think that there's someone there. And Robert was sleeping over one time and he's like, babe, who's that right next? Like, he literally saw someone in my room. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like... I believe it. He woke up. He's like all freaked out. He's like, oh my God, I thought I saw someone like standing in the corner of your room. I'm like, there might oh, very he probably well be... Did. It's my guardian angel, I have a feeling. It's not a It's not a bad presence. It's no. just someone who's around me at all times. I completely believe it. Oh, yeah. No, no. I Yeah, it's And I'll, I'll wake up sometimes and I'll feel like there's something watching me. And it's, it's not a bad presence. It's like a protective... Like, maybe my father or... Maybe it's a spirit of someone I know, but it's definitely a guardian. It's got nothing. There's somebody there's no around evil, me. There's no evil entity next to it. It's a yeah, no. completely protective space. No, because mine will play little tricks. Like, like I will set something someplace, and all of a sudden it'll fall off, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, that was not, I did not set that on the edge or anything, and it just kind of, like, falls off. I'm like. Yeah, it's it's one of my friends is around me. Yeah, it's probably Marcy. Playing probably. Yeah. It probably is. It's probably playing Marcy. tricks playing on me. Playing tricks on you. I mean she already played the cruelest trick by dying on my birthday, so Yeah, that's not a good trick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn. See? That's you know, talk about no, I'm just kidding. Um that's a bad, bad thing to do. That was a bad don't, life choice. Exactly. I know that's what you were going to say. It was a bad life choice. That's a bad life don't choice. die on my birthday. Don't die on anyone's <laughs> birthday. My uh, my father died on, on my ex-husband's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And then was buried, like his funeral was on our anniversary. Oh, and well I that. And my dad did that on purpose. Right? He, he that's what I was like. He wasn't pleased with my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, oh, wow, that must made it really difficult to celebrate. It was. <laughs> after that, I was like, my father died on these days. Yeah. Uh-huh. He did that shit on purpose. Here, here right <laughs> yep. See, so sometimes the universe, even the universe doesn't want you to be around people that are bad influences on your life. It's true. Now my ex-husband, oh. like I said, not a bad person, but just not good for me. Right. Yeah. And uh, My ex-wife, not a bad person. Obviously not good for me. Right. So just, you got to be careful. That's all. Yeah. Be careful so that people don't lead you astray. That's right. That's all I'm saying. That was the story that Ian... So if you have kids Just and like, things like, like that. Just like Eve led Adam astray. Well, she did. She made him eat the apple. She didn't make him eat yeah, the apple. Yeah, but she brought it to him. Okay. 
Okay, well then he ate. He it. had a choice. Okay, but they no, they both made she, choices. She has boobs, and they were just out there, and she puts the apple there, and of All course right. he ate it. Well, they didn't have temptation with the boobs. He didn't know what the boobs were until after he ate the apple. So he had a choice to eat that apple. Oh, they were still there though. They he didn't they didn't know what that was. He no. They were all naked. He still enjoyed them. His dangling was sitting right there too when she was eating. Yeah, she probably she probably cupped his balls as she was handing him the (laughs) apple. I bet you. I don't know. I bet you. I don't know. That's how it happened. I wish we had a time machine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Angela. Thank you, Jamie. This has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life.